The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care? that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part and it will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. We get two things wrong about this wonderful story about Mary and Martha. First, we tend to think of this story as a story of comparing action and contemplation. We, we think that it might be a story about what is our Christian calling? Should we do more action, more service, or should we be more prayerful, more contemplative? The second thing that we get wrong is we tend to, to conclude, and many preachers will say this, you'll hear preachers say this, that, that these two things should be equal in our life, that Mary and Martha should both coexist in, inside of us and we should do both action and contemplation as Christians. Well, of course, that's true. We should do action and contemplation as Christians, but that's not the point of today's story. It's not about those two things being equal, like a Catholic yin and yang. No, it's not about that. We know that because Jesus says that Mary has chosen the better part. Mary has done something or she's, she's exuding some presence that is better than Martha. And so if we want to follow today's gospel, we're going to have to figure out what exactly is Mary doing that's better than Martha so that we can follow in Mary's footsteps. So they're not equal. And it's not about, in my opinion, it's not about work versus contemplation, action versus, versus stillness. The reason I say it's not about that is because this story is right behind the story of the Good Samaritan that we read just last Sunday. And in the story of the Good Samaritan, Jesus tells this story about a person who is wounded beside the road and three people walk by and they have inaction. They don't act at all and Jesus condemns them for that. And the very one who works hard, who goes through all of the work of taking care of this man by the side of the road, he's the one who is lifted up as our model. And so the person doing the action is the model in the story just before today's story. Also in Abraham, in the first reading, we see Abraham, he sees the travelers by the road, he asks them to come and be his guest, and then he works himself at putting this supper together. He's actually doing precisely what Martha did, preparing a meal for the guest of the house. 
and Abraham is blessed by God for it. That's why I say I don't think this is actually about action versus inaction or action versus contemplation. So what is it then? What is it that Martha was doing wrong that Mary was doing the better part for? Let's go back to what Jesus said to Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and anxious about many things. You see, the problem isn't the many things. The problem is the worry and the anxiety. That's, the pro- That's what Martha wasn't getting correctly. You can serve, you can work hard like Abraham did, but if you have a peaceful heart, you're in the right place. Or you can rest, you can sit and rest, but if you don't have a peaceful heart, if you have a heart of anxiety or worry, then you have a Martha heart, no matter how much you're sitting and resting. It's not about action versus contemplation. It's about where your heart is. It's about where your heart is. Martha seems to be really angry. It's not, the problem isn't that she's working, it's that she's working resentfully. And she seems angry at the world, even at Jesus. She's a bit cheeky with Jesus today, isn't she? You notice what she says to Jesus. Jesus, do you not care? Nobody speaks to Jesus like this. Jesus, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do all of the work? Martha's mad at the world. She's so angry at the world. I think what's happened to Martha is that she's become overwhelmed. And she's starting to feel overworked and underappreciated. And so her heart becomes bitter and resentful and jealous. Her heart is not in the right place. This is our Martha heart. Now you probably have never had this experience. You probably never experienced a time when you felt overworked and underappreciated, he said cynically. Of course you did. All of us feel that, right? All of us feel that I have that moment of Martha when, when we feel like, like nobody is working as hard as we are and nobody's appreciating what we're doing. That's our Martha moment. That's the moment that Jesus is trying to address. In myself, I like to call this my grumpy cat moment. You know the grumpy cat in the poster with the long face? Sometimes I find myself snapping and snipping at whoever's around me, and I say, oh my gosh, grumpy cat is back. Grumpy cat is back. All of us have the grumpy cat inside of us, and every now and then, maybe Jesus does for us what Jesus did for Martha. You're worried and anxious about too many things. Martha, Mary, and Lazarus have a special place in Jesus' heart because they are close friends of Jesus. As far as we can tell, they're the only people in Jesus' life who are just his friends. Jesus is close to the disciples and the apostles, but they have their role as the uh, uh, disciples of Jesus. But Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, their house is the house that Jesus went to when he had a day off. And, and he loved them. One of the scripture passages, one of the gospel moments says that Jesus loved Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Just says it just like that. So they're close friends. And so when Martha is saying to Jesus, do you not care? She's saying this like a good friend. Two good friends who are sort of arguing, but they're good friends. And when Jesus says back, Martha, Martha, you're anxious about many things. Choose the better part. 
This is a good friend who's saying this lovingly to Martha. He's not scolding Martha. He's saying this lovingly. He's trying to help Martha to get in the right place again. This is important because Jesus is saying this to you and me too when we have our grumpy cat moments, when we have our Martha moments, when we start to feel angry or bitter or jealous, when we start to feel resentful. Jesus looks us in the eye as a friend lovingly and says, you're worried about too many things. Just sit here beside me for a moment. Just sit here beside me and recenter yourself. That's what Jesus is encouraging you to do today. It's too bad we didn't have some place that we could go to every once a week and just sit quietly for an hour and recenter ourselves. Oh, wait. Holy name of Jesus and all the other churches in the city and in the world. That's our place to come and recenter ourselves. You know good and well that most people out there, most people in in the world, they're not going to church as much as they used to. Most people in the United States don't go to church anymore. And yet you are here. Most people would say you're wasting an hour, but you know that you've chosen the better part because this is where you come to recenter yourself, to regather yourself and and find your, your, your quiet, peaceful heart again, a heart that's centered on Christ. That's why you come every Sunday. That's why Ignatius, St. Ignatius, encourages us every day, two or three times a day, to have a little 10-minute prayer. If you can have a 10-minute prayer two or three times a day, well, you just check in. Say, where's my heart? Is my heart an angry, bitter heart, or am I peaceful today? And if I'm not peaceful, if I've got that grumpy cat moment, then I can recenter myself place myself beside Jesus again. And then I can work or not work, but my heart is in the right place. That's what's important. Let's pray that you and I can get that heart of Mary, that like Abraham in the first reading, we can do the work of Martha, but with a heart of Mary. Let's pray that we can have that heart today, joyful, grateful service to the Lord through one another.